Hey everyone, before we get started on today's episode, I want to tell you about a new smartphone that we love here at Brave Parenting. It is perfect for parents and children. It has no browser, no Wi-Fi, no social media, no games, no app store, and cannot send or receive images. But it has everything your child needs. In addition to making phone calls and sending text messages, it has a calendar, camera, voice recorder, music, stopwatch, and an alarm. Gab Wireless has released their brand new phone and you are going to love it. No more worrying about whether parental controls are set up correctly. No more worrying about what apps your child is installing on their phone. And the setup is easy because this phone was designed by parents for parents. We ourselves have tested this Gab phone with our own children and we absolutely love it. Even better, it looks great too. The Gab phone is an Android-based smartphone that looks as sleek and stylish as any other smartphone on the market. Even more, the Gab phone is only $99.99. Why pay hundreds of dollars for a smartphone when you can get everything your child needs at this unbelievable price? You also don't have to worry about spotty coverage. Gab Wireless utilizes America's leading 4G LTE network for only $20 a month with no long-term contracts or commitment. Compare that to plans by other major providers, and this too is a great deal for parents looking to save money. If you are considering a smartphone for your child, you can learn more about the Gab phone by Gab Wireless at braveparenting.net slash gab. If you use our promo code BRAVE19 at checkout, you'll also receive $5 off your purchase of the Gab phone, saving you even more. Again, go to braveparenting.net slash gab, G-A-B-B, to learn more about Gab Wireless and use promo code BRAVE19 B-R-A-V-E-1-9 at checkout to receive $5 off your order. And now on to today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Brave Parenting Podcast. I'm your host and the founder of Brave Parenting, Kelly Newcomb. And this is where you'll receive the encouragement, insight, and information you need to raise kids of character and our culture saturated with media and technology. We call it brave parenting because it takes courage and hard work to not only keep on top of technology, but then decide how to incorporate that into your family's life. Our ultimate goal here is to keep you educated and equipped to raise your tech-savvy kids. Welcome to this week's show. This week, we're going to be focusing primarily on Facebook. It is our app focus. We're going to be discussing in the news, the political ads, and our character focus, we'll be talking about the importance of discernment. Jumping into this week's news, you've probably seen it all over. Facebook is going to allow for paid political ads, while Twitter announces that they have banned political ads. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey tweeted, We've made the decision to stop all political advertising on Twitter globally. We believe political message reach should be earned, not bought. Now, Facebook, after going before Congress, is holding their ground and they're going to continue to allow for paid political ads without fact-checking. Now, the key is, is Facebook does use a third-party fact-checking network. It's called the International Fact-Checking Network to basically vet ads as to whether or not they're truthful and they're fact-based. However, they exempt politicians from this fact-checking. They say that they feel it is not their job to prevent a politician's speech 
from reaching its audience. That comes from the Facebook VP of Global Affairs and Communication from the Facebook Newsroom website. Now, Mark Zuckerberg has been quoted to say, both in front of Congress as well on Facebook itself, In a democracy, I don't think it's right for a private company to censor politics or the news. So regardless how you feel politically, this is still something that we all have to recognize that social media and the fact that ads can target and very specifically bombard select users with information is very important for us as adults as well as for our children who may be on social media, which is going to tie in directly to our character focus of discernment. We have to be able to discern different political ads, whether it's right, wrong, and really hold it up to the truth. And we'll get into that in just a moment. But in other Facebook news, Facebook is now going to remind us to get our medical checkups as well as flu shots. According to Facebook's newsroom website, they are debuting a new tool called Preventative Health, and it's going to remind users to get their vaccines, medical checkups, and tests. This is really just more evidence that Facebook wants to integrate into every facet of our lives since we are already spending a lot of time on there as most adults. And they are really trying to regain our trust as someone who's more interested in our personal health, not just our social status. Now, also on Facebook newsroom website, the chief privacy officer really went out of her way to assure users of the absolute privacy of any information that is collected using this tool, Preventative Health, as well as the minimal amount of data that's going to be collected, basically to make sure the tool works and that it can be enhanced over time, but that it is not going to be collecting data to then use and sell to other sources, which Facebook is known to do. We're going to be talking about a whole host of other tools that Facebook offers in just a minute in our app focus. So stay tuned for that. In our character focus, we're going to be discussing discernment. This is the ability to see and understand the difference. To discern is the difference between right and wrong, to discern the difference between truth and lies, and to discern the difference between fact and fiction. Discernment is this process of making careful distinctions in our thinking about the truth. Now, when it comes to raising teenagers, it's important to recognize that they often feel, um, because this is kind of a a conversation that's happening in society is that there's my truth and then there's your truth, but really we have to recognize there's just one truth and the rest is all opinion. And this also could be applying to us as well. Now in media, we have to recognize whether it be social media, whether it be internet, movies, music, everything is about advertising these days. But advertising not only relates to the products themselves, it also relates to our attitudes, our morals, and our worldview as well. We really need to teach our children to think critically about the advertising and the media that they are consuming. Now, to think critically means that you're going to reflect and weigh the content of what they're seeing against beliefs and values in order to determine its validity and the message itself. Now, what we often see happening with our younger generation, our children, our teens, is this powerful persuasion that's happening with advertising and media 
and there's no critical thinking. So this powerful persuasion is occurring because they have no idea that they're being persuaded because they're never applying any level of critical thinking or discernment. And this can happen to us as adults as well. We sort of enter into this numb, non-thinking mode of scrolling where we see pictures posted by our friends or our family. We see ads. We just take it all in as fact. Even when we're comparing ourselves to another friend or family member on Facebook and maybe a picture that they've posted, it's really easy to just sort of become jealous or envious of what you see or let those subtle thoughts enter the narrative in your head of, oh, their life is better. Oh, I wish I had this. I wish my children did this. Instead of critically thinking, saying, is this all that meets the eye? What's really going on behind that picture? This critical thinking is so important. This is the discernment that we not only need to make sure that we are doing ourselves and teaching our children. We need to possess this discernment, model it, and teach it. So how can we do that? Well, I think the number one way to do this is to acknowledge culture. We can't avoid some of these hot topics that are out there because our children are going to know them, hear about them, whether they're reading them on the internet, they're hearing their friends talk about it. Maybe it's politically based. Maybe it's you know about a school shooting or some other hot topic. We need to talk about these inside the context of our family unit and ask our children a lot of questions. Ask them what's the message behind maybe a certain advertisement or behind a certain movie. What's the motivations of maybe the musician who wrote this type of song or the producer who made this type of movie? And listen to their answers. While most families already have established guidelines, values, and beliefs, it's important to allow them to weigh them out themselves. And then you can definitely encourage your values and beliefs. Ultimately, the bottom line is to model these wise choices and discernment. I really suggest if your children have social media or even if they're not of age yet, but you have a social media platform, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, to every now and then sit down and allow them to see your social media feed. Scroll along with it and then ask lots of questions. What does this picture bring to mind to you? Does this make you feel jealous? Does it make you feel happy? What about this advertisement? Who do you think this advertisement is targeted to? What's the message behind it? Does it make us feel happy? Does it make us feel scared? How do I know that what I'm seeing is actually truth and fact, and it's not wrong or fiction or lies of some sort? This gives them the tools while you're with them to see what is on social media and how to apply that level of critical thinking that is absolutely essential. So whether it be on Facebook and they're looking at political ads, trying to decide which party they agree with, talk about these aspects, give them a voice and help them discern what they are seeing. Is it truth or is it opinion? All right, our app focus, we're going to be talking about Facebook. So here we go, the basics of Facebook. If you don't already know, most of you do, but maybe you might learn something new. Facebook is a newsfeed-based social media network used predominantly for sharing general life updates, photos, videos, and links with friends. 
It was first launched in 2004 by creator Mark Zuckerberg and his fellow Harvard students. Initially, it was designed as a way for Harvard kids to connect with one another. However, it soon expanded to other universities and beyond, and by 2006, anyone over the age of 13 could have a Facebook account. Currently, there are roughly about 2.7 billion active monthly users across the world. 69% of American adults are on Facebook, and 96% of Facebook is accessed on the mobile device compared to the desktop. Facebook users spend an average of 58 and a half minutes on Facebook every day, so about an hour a day. Now, when you're creating your Facebook profile, you don't really get to see anything. You don't really get to see a feed until you add friends. This is an important aspect of Facebook. You can start posting photos and text and video links and all of that once you've accumulated your friends. So that's different than some social media platforms. Now, Facebook describes your newsfeed as this, a constantly updating list of stories in the middle of your homepage. Your newsfeed includes status updates, photos, videos, links, and app activity, and the likes from people, pages, and groups that you follow on Facebook. Now, when it comes to what you see on Facebook, the hotter a particular photo or post is on your newsfeed, which is sort of determined by the amount of comments and likes it gets, the more likely it'll show up toward the top of your newsfeed. For example, at the top of my personal Facebook newsfeed is the triplets that were born. Maybe you remember back in episode 24, we interviewed Austin and Kate McIntosh and their positive use of social media. Well, the triplets have been born in Ireland and all are healthy and well. And every time I log on to Facebook, those triplets are at the top of my feed because it is getting so much attention, so many comments and likes because of the miracle that it is that three triplets were born. No NICU was needed and all are healthy and well. All right, now moving on, fact number two, the features of Facebook. Facebook has a lot of different features. I'm going to cover all of them. You probably know about some of them. Some of them might surprise you. Messenger. Facebook Messenger is the chat functionality inside of Facebook that allows you to sort of text message within the app. Facebook Events. If you're planning a party or an event, you can post this there. Guests can RSVP or decline. You can make the event public or private. And anyone can create an event on Facebook. Groups. You can establish a group for people to join. You can make it a public group, a closed group, or a secret group. Pages. Pages are essentially profiles for celebrities or public figures, organizations, and companies. So Brave Parenting has a Facebook page. We're an organization that you can go to and find all of our information right there. Facebook Marketplace. This is sort of their version of Craigslist or eBay. It's where users who are 18 years or older can buy and sell items to other users in sort of a virtual garage sale format. Live audio and video. Facebook allows anyone to broadcast live radio-like audio shows through their Facebook pages to all of their friends. And also the live video feature lets you stream a live video broadcast from your Facebook page. Local and town hall. Now the local tab lets you know what's going on around you based on your location. It will suggest events for you to attend and places to go if you're looking for something to do. Town Hall gets you in touch with your local government officials. You can contact them, follow their pages, 
as well as view voting reminders for elections in your area. You can also add a constituent badge so you can identify yourself as living in a certain elected official's district. Facebook dating. This is a new feature. Users who are 18 years or older are able to create a dating profile, and this is going to be separate from your main profile in Facebook. You can then have potential dates suggested to you based on interests and on-platform activity. Only those who have opted in will be suggested as potential matches. You're not just going to find anyone on Facebook. It's people who have opted into the dating feature. While this is called, quote, Facebook dating, there is an interesting integration with Instagram in this, allowing users to share their Instagram content on the dating app. Facebook portal. This was the first time I've heard of this. Maybe this is new to you too. It is a device for your home that allows you to video chat with your Facebook friends. This unit sits on a desk or a table or near your TV, and the camera follows you as you walk around so you can talk to someone completely hands-free while you're doing other things. The camera can automatically pan and zoom to focus on you, even in a room full of people. It also has a voice-enhancing microphone that minimizes background noise. You can also use Facebook Portal speakers to play music from Spotify, Pandora, and iHeartRadio or from other music services connected through Amazon's Alexa voice assistant, such as Apple Music or Amazon Music. Facebook Portal can really do anything an Amazon Echo device can do thanks to its built-in Alexa. That means controlling your smart home devices, running routines, and loading any of Alexa's 10,000s of skills, the portal can do that. Fact number three, privacy and safety. Big concern for lots of people since the 2018 Cambridge Analytica scandal where it was realized that tons of Facebook users' information was being sold out to third-party companies. One thing that brings up privacy concern is Facebook's single sign-on service. It allows you to log in and create accounts for apps and games and services really easy by signing on with Facebook. Surely you've seen a website that instead of creating an account using your email, you can just log in with Facebook. It makes using that service a lot easier, but you have to recognize when you use Facebook to log in, Facebook gives those companies, those apps, those websites access to your data. Facebook does have a great feature called a privacy checkup that we highly recommend using if you are on Facebook. You can go to settings and then privacy shortcuts and you can take a look and really check up on what your privacy is on Facebook and change anything that needs to be changed. For example, who can see what you're sharing and you can manage the data that Facebook takes in order to quote personalize your experience. You can also take actions to make your account more secure, such as changing your password or enabling two-factor authentication. You can change your ad preferences. You can also review or download the information that Facebook has on you. And also there's a safety feature there. There's resources for parents as well as ways to help prevent bullying. We highly recommend this privacy checkup that you do it at least every couple months. And especially if your children are on Facebook to teach them how to do it too and the importance of limiting how much information and data Facebook actually has on them. Fact number four, the dangers. 
Now, most of these dangers do stem from the amount of data that Facebook has. And that's really the first danger that we need to be concerned about is Facebook sharing your information with third-party companies and advertisers. We know that it happens. And even though it frustrates some people, it really hasn't been enough to actually stop people from using Facebook. And so thus, Facebook just continues to do it, to collect all of our information, to sell it to third parties. A second danger that we should be concerned about is that every time Facebook redesigns its website, your privacy settings can revert to an unsafe default. This is why, referring back to our last fact, it's really important to go through that privacy checkup. Fake profiles created by scammers. A recent study showed that 40% of all Facebook profiles are fake, set up by imposters. So looking at that, if you have hundreds of Facebook friends, do you really know all of them? Can you really trust every single one of them with your personal information? For example, letting them know when you're out of town, you're on vacation, how often you go out to eat, where you go out to eat, all of that type of information could put you in danger. Stalkers, thieves, and lawyers all love oversharing. Many people overshare information on Facebook. Whether they contemplate the dangers or not, it is important to recognize someone who's going to stalk you is going to be able to track all sorts of information, even zoom in on pictures, see the address, maybe in the background or a street sign, be able to find you. Thieves the same way, knowing when you're out of town. And lawyers, if you were to ever get into some trouble with the law and Facebook knows so much about you and you've way overshared tons of information, well, that could definitely be to your detriment. And another danger is also about oversharing, and that's employers hate oversharing. It's important to recognize that if you're working for a company, it's probably not a good idea to vent about that company on Facebook, this public platform, or when it comes to our kids and our teenagers, talking bad or shaming other friends on Facebook is really a terrible idea as Again, it's a public platform. What goes on the internet stays on the internet. And a lot of that information that you could be posting could come back to hurt you. All right, fact number five, the ratings. The Apple App Store rates Facebook as 12 plus. Google Play rates it T for teen. We at Brave Parenting still hold fast to our social media should really be at 16. And so we say Facebook should start at that same age. A lot of the reason is just because of that critical thinking, because at the age of 16, we trust them with so much more in society, the ability to drive, the ability to work in society. Their brains are a lot more developed at this age. They can handle a lot of what they're seeing with critical thinking and discernment. And when it comes to us as adults, I think it's really important to recognize no one is forcing us to use Facebook. While it definitely provides a sense of community and connects you with different groups, it's not a mandatory part of being a human being or even having a social life. While I personally use Facebook and Facebook is the primary place that Brave Parenting has a presence, I definitely encourage every adult that if you are discerning what you are consuming on Facebook and it's negative or it's having a negative impact on your relationships, to cut it off completely. The same thing we would say for our children. Uh, We encourage you to be brave as well. And if any social media platform is taking away from the best things in your life, such as your relationships, it's time to either take a, a Facebook fast and break from it for a while or to just cut it off completely. 
But if it is not having a negative impact, well, make sure you're following us on Facebook at Brave Parenting Network. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode. If you missed anything in the show, you want to learn more, you can find us at braveparenting.net. If you have any questions or stories that you want to share, what we discussed today, you can email your questions to us at podcast at braveparenting.net. Now for an in-depth look about how you can build strong character using this technology that children love, pick up a copy of our book, Managing Media, Creating Character, available on Amazon. Don't forget to subscribe to the Brave Parenting Podcast if you're listening on iTunes, Google, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Brave Parenting Podcast, where we believe that character is greater than media, and every child deserves a brave parent willing to set a new standard. Until next week, go and be brave. Be brave.